0: Welcome to the Holistic Anxiety Fix podcast, where we explore the many different root causes of anxiety so you can learn how to heal naturally and reclaim your love for life.
1: Welcome to the Holistic Anxiety Fix podcast. In this episode, I'm really excited to interview a former client of mine, Jessica. Now, Jessica was a participant in my signature program, you might have heard of it before, called the Holistic Anxiety Fix. This is an online program, it's 12 weeks, and we do a deep dive into the hidden causes of anxiety, and my whole goal is to bring root causes that are likely not on your radar. This program has three phases where we explore mindset reset, the gut anxiety connection, and detoxing and replenishing calming minerals. The goal really is to look at hidden causes of anxiety that are outside of mainstream practices, which commonly involve only either therapy, mindfulness, or medication, So tune in to learn more about Jessica's successes in this program and all that she's been able to reclaim in her life because of her experience with me. She's gone from 12 years of anxiety to very, very manageable levels of anxiety in just 12 weeks. I can't wait for you to hear this one. I'm really excited today to be speaking with Jessica. Jessica joined the Holistic Anxiety Fix this spring and moved through the program. And well, I thought it'd be fun. I don't know if Jessica finds it fun to chat about her experience in the program and just share where she began and where she started. So welcome, Jessica. Thank you. Yeah. Why don't we start by, if you're willing to share a little bit more about what your biggest anxiety concerns were when we first started talking.
0: So for me, I struggled a lot being alone. And driving, driving was huge for me, even just a simple go to the grocery store, which is literally down over the hill from my house. I struggled with that. And once I or I would get into the zone of I could do that, I would stick to that. And I would stay in that bubble of, hey, I'll just go to the grocery store, I'll just go to the post office or when I would stay in that bubble, and to leave that, once I left the leaving Centerville, Centerville is where I live. Leaving the town, I would start to get hot, and I would my heart would start to pound, and I would just feel all the things that come along with anxiety: the lightheadedness and the nauseous feeling, and all the thoughts going through my head of I'm going to have a panic attack, and I'm going to die, and the catastrophic. Thinking. And yeah, so I came in
1: like that. Yeah. So you sort of raised two issues that are very prominent with a lot of the women I speak to, right? So a lot of people being alone and driving are two of the biggest impacts that anxiety has on their life, especially if you have kids and your husband or your partner's not home and you're reliant on your wheels to get you places. It can be really, really. Awful to be afraid every day to get into your car,
0: yeah. one hundred percent. my husband it works at West. so I'm here fourteen days alone with five kids. And so I am the one that needs to pull up my socks and I need to do all the things. And I was reliant a lot on my mom, and she would come with me because she was like my safe person. And she passed away four years ago now. So, I've had to do a lot of it alone and really battling. So when I came across you and I was pretty much at my wits end, I was like, okay, I need to do something because I'm not doing myself any favors. I'm spiraling. Okay.
1: So you'd come on this place where you had support people at one point, and then I'm sorry for the loss of your mom. That must've been really hard in so many ways, but it also sounds it was hard because She was allowing you to do these things like drive, and then that loss would have had like a double significance, right? Yeah, definitely. Let's talk about the program. So, what was one of your biggest fears going into working with me?
0: Just that the unknown, I guess, that when you go to your regular family doctor, your practitioner, they're not for going outside of the box and they're not all that supportive. So, that's not gonna work. Like we're talking about we're working together online, and some people would question whether or not it's real. Are you getting duped? Are you get is it a scam, right? And so just that stuff, just the unknown and whether or not it was gonna work because going to a doctor for the last ten years, trying to figure out all of these things, and you keep nothing's working it
1: can be scary to try something new. You kind of hit on a lot of things there, right? The first being that healing outside of conventional medicine involves this mindset shift because if you've tried and it hasn't worked, which is pretty much everyone I speak with, (laughs) that we're all about healing holistically and you don't get that model from your primary caregiver. So if you've tried to heal and it's not working, then likely you've had this experience of like, I can't heal. I've tried what my doctor said and it doesn't work. So is it even possible for me to heal? And so you have that. And then you have this idea that your family doctor is saying, well, the only way to fix this is X, Y, Z. And holistic healing sort of says, no, 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 no. You fix it this way. And you pull in a little bit of this and it looks at it very differently. So that can be scary because we've been taught to trust conventional medicine for healing and so looking to somebody outside of conventional medicine, like you were saying, it's a scary thing, right? Yeah. And then I also get, are you just a scammer on the internet? One of my first clients, and we laugh about it now because she gave me the third degree and she was like, are you sure you're not going to scam me? I've been scanned before. <laughs> I'm like, no, would you want my registration number? Like this is legit. But there is that, who's this woman on the internet are these claims actually real? Like, can do people actually heal moving through this program when I'm told that you can't heal anxiety?
0: Yeah, no, I can remember thinking that this was going to be my new normal, that I'm just going to learn to deal with it. I've had doctors look at me and say, it's all in your head. You just have to learn to put it out of your mind. So that's what I've been taught. I'm going to live with this the rest of my life and I'll just deal with it, even though I was absolutely miserable.
1: Yeah. And that's such a profound message. It's all in your head. And when you think it's all in your head, then you change how you treat it. Because if you think it's all in your head and you have to learn to live with it, then the healing... Is really about coping. Like, how do I cope with this versus how do I heal it to eliminate it? Right. And there's a very different approach when you're doing that. So, in the program, let's talk about the biggest things that you learned in the program. Like, what were the big takeaways for you?
0: So, just honestly, like, uh, mindset was huge for me going and learning about the limbic system and just taking the time that I needed to whether it be five minutes or in the morning or at night sitting with myself and letting myself actually feel what I was feeling like if I was tense, because I'm the type of person that I would just like push it down and push it down until it just exploded. And then it would happen in the form of a panic attack. And then the guilt and stuff all rolls in. And so mindset was huge for me. Uh, Gratitude journaling I still do it faithfully. Nice. Every morning. Yes, every morning and every night waking up, talking and writing down things that I'm grateful for, writing things that I want to do that day because if I don't, like driving, like I said, was a huge one for me. So every day I would be like, I'm going to do this. And then affirmations were so big for me too. Just saying I am calm and I am patient. I love driving was a huge one. I wrote that every day. I love driving. (laughs) And oh gosh, just the mindset so big and learning about when I drive, I really am okay. I've never actually had a panic attack while driving. I've gotten very anxious before. And I mean, my experience only, but learning that it is okay to pull over and to write it out. I actually keep a book in my truck and I can pull over for a few minutes and take a breath. And the breath that I absolutely love is the Unjai. Ujain. Yes, Unjai breath was huge for me. Still do that. I pull over, take a few breaths. Sometimes I don't even need to pull over. Sometimes I'm just driving and I do the breath as I'm going and immediately. My body reacts to it and I calm. And just writing down, like, okay, I, you are driving, but has anything really happened to you? Have we always gotten to where we're going safely? Have you always gotten home safely? It might not have always been the most comfortable drives, but I've learned to celebrate the little things that I've been doing versus picking apart what I didn't do. So that goes with the gratitude. As long as I'm doing those things, everything, most experiences have always been positive for me. And that has been a game changer.
1: Yeah. So really shifting how you experience your anxiety. So what I'm hearing coming through is I'm not afraid of it anymore. I'm like, oh, I feel anxious. I'm going to allow myself to feel anxious. And I know I have X, Y, Z tools that I can then pull on in the moment that work for me. So if I feel anxious, my world's not going to fall. And that being huge for you. And I know for you, the food piece is also a really big surprise as well. So let's talk a little bit about that. Yes. If you are struggling with anxiety and tired of going in circles, then I have something special for you. I have created a game-changing gift for everyone that is listening. This gift is specifically designed for women who are done living with their anxiety, whether they are tired of the intrusive thoughts, the sleepless nights, gut issues, the overwhelm, or being unable to do the things they used to love. This gift is specifically designed for women who want immediate action steps. So what I have for you is a guide. It is five surprising ways to reduce anxiety in just seven days. This guide is really great because it gives you some actionable steps. It is not telling you about your anxiety or suggesting a random things that you're never going to do, but they are really actionable steps that are going to have an immediate effect on lowering your anxiety. You can find the guide at go.healingjourneyservices.com slash five ways one. I've always had issues
0: with, my gut. I've always felt just uncomfortable. And you know, too, that I have a thyroid condition and I love food. So even though it was making me feel bad, I didn't really notice it before. And until this program, when we actually got to the food part, I had already cut out dairy. For the most part, I was still eating a little bit of feta cheese. But once I cut, once I was able to feels like to actually feel good, then it became easier to actually cut out the dairy and the grain and the gluten was huge for me. There were days that I would sometimes look like I was pregnant. And I mean, I'm somebody that works out every day. I like to think of myself as pretty healthy, but the stuff that I was putting into my body was not right for me. And so once I cut that out, The fog lifted. I was somebody who had foggy brain all the time. I used to go to the doctor and tell him like my head feels heavy. Just look at him like I don't know how to tell you anything else other than I feel heavy and off balance. And he's like, "Oh, it's just your thyroid. It's just your thyroid." Okay. But once I cut that food out within like a week and the sugar, I was probably eighty percent better just from cutting a week and once I was taking the minerals and the probiotics and all of that stuff in the mix that you helped me with I felt calm I didn't realize like after we did the hair test how depleted I actually was and then within a week of taking the supplements I felt a sense of calm and my stomach it's amazing I'm have abs again (laughs) yes so all of that. It's just the food part. If anybody takes anything away from it, it's food. Food is medicine. And I've learned that. And I know it's not always easy to cut it out. And you want this treat every now and then. But I tell you, once you know
1: the feeling of feeling good, then it's hard to beat. Yeah. I just got goosebumps with you saying that, right? Because food is medicine. And I think we've forgotten that and a lot of the journey is about you learning, like, oh, here's how I can feel. Do I want to choose my food, or do I want to choose the feeling? So you get to be back in the driver's seat on what's more important for me, like eating the food I like, or feeling and doing X, Y, Z. Right?
0: Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I did have moments of weakness, and on the weekends or something, and. I, for one, with your program, learned about histamines, which I had no idea about. And I'm somebody who reacts to that. I learned that. And so I like to have a glass of wine. Wine is really high in histamines. And I couldn't understand why, even after having one glass of wine the next day, I felt horrible. It was because of that. And I just, that shitty feeling doesn't feel good. So, I mean, like I've had my weaknesses too, and I've cheated for sure, but I've also given myself grace. And like I said, that feeling of feeling good outweighs the bad. So, I've probably said no more than I've said, yeah, sure, I'll have that. <laughs> so,
1: that's been nice. Amazing. And when we circle back to driving, then you know, you started feeling like you couldn't go anywhere, and you've walked us through some of the strategies that you're using. So have you been able to drive to places that you haven't before, or go outside of your bubble wrapped zone that you created for yourself? Like, did that change at all in the program?
0: Yeah, I live in a very small little town. And for me to go anywhere other than my little grocery store, and my kids school is down over the hill. But for us to go to any big where there's a movie theater or there's a lot of restaurants and it's a half an hour drive for me and that's where my kids all play sports I have three that are heavily into basketball and they would travel they're playing all winter and they're playing all spring and they're playing through the summer and they have camps and I was never one I was always that one that was just like oh Mommy doesn't feel really good today. So I would chalk myself up. I would get so nervous thinking, okay, these kids have a game this weekend. And even the week before I'm already putting it in my head that I can't do it. And so I'm letting it build up and it builds up all week long. And then I'm like, okay, Papa's going to take you or Grammy's going to take you or even a friend, or you're going to go with your friends. And then say my husband comes home the next day and I'm like, okay, well, mommy and daddy will come to watch your game the next day because I have somebody to go with me. Now, I think it was probably two weeks in, probably your program, I was driving to basketball every day and going to all the games alone and going to visit my brother who lives a half an hour away and visiting. Typically, I'm the type, okay, if I make it to this point A, I'll do this and there was no extra. I was so depleted from what it took to actually go to point A that there was no okay, we can't go here after or we can't go here after because I was just drained from the anxiety and so we've had a lot of fun this summer. I've going to basketball and then after treating them to an ice cream or playing at the park or visiting my brother and then not coming home until nine and 10 o'clock at night. That's been awesome. And going to dentist appointments, which is another half an hour away in the opposite direction. And I was never one to do that stuff unless my mom was around or my husband was home and we would go together. And I've, I've done it all. And it was my daughter's eleventh birthday on the weekend. her and I and my two other daughters. we went and had a day of getting party supplies and filling up balloons. We just made it a day, and I've never done that in so long, so it's so good. It's the feeling so good that I've actually there have been moments that I was super emotional over it because I haven't been able to do that in so long, so
1: yeah, very really nice I'm feeling a little emotional. Listening to you actually talk about being able to do, it sounds like things that you've always wanted to be able to do and now you can do them and feel like you're in the moment with them and do these things with your kids that you'd envisioned you can now do. Is that, am I capturing that right? Uh, 100%,
0: it's my kids have even noticed and that's been huge for me too. And like I said, not feeling, It not feeling all the anxiety was worse than letting it just stopping and feeling it for a moment. Not to say that I haven't had moments where I feel anxious or overwhelmed, but it's never got to the point that I have said, no, I'm not going to go or I'm not going to. I was somebody that couldn't even go into Costco. And because I have the, the lights always bothered me, the space is big, and I'm not a crowd person. And a month ago, I started to get anxious I was going to Costco. And my husband typically, I'm like, "You go in, I'm staying in the truck." And I was just like, "No, I'm going in today." And he's like, "What?" <laughs> he's like, "Yes, come on, let's go." And I did. Typically, I would be like, "You, I'll just." I would stay right with him. I would be so overstimulated that sometimes I wouldn't even be able to like, I'd have to get him to, okay, we need this, we need this, we need this. Because I just couldn't, I was so focused on what my heart was doing or what my breath was doing. And there were times that I'd be like, okay, I gotta go to the truck. I gotta go. And I would bolt. And so he just was like, I'm like, you go get that stuff. I'm just gonna shop on my own. And he's like, really? (laughs) You sure? I'm like, yeah, go ahead. And I just shopped and I bought clothes for back to school and I bought cool stuff. And then we met up. I took a moment because I felt that feeling of overwhelm because there was a lot of people in there. And I just stopped for a minute, took a few breaths and then saw him over wandering around and I give him a wave. And I was just like, hey, he's like, We met up and then we finished our trip and we left at the same time. (laughs) Like it was nice. Whereas before it was like, nope, see ya, I can't, I'm out. And yeah. So we've had a lot of good times for sure.
1: And you know that story, it's incredible because you speak to the small nuances that get impacted when you have anxiety running the show, right? Like most people who haven't struggled with anxiety, they're like, oh yeah, it's Costco or like, yeah, you go in together, you buy what you need and then you leave. And when you're like, no, I can't go in there, like, but why? Nothing scary's in there. And so it's really hard to understand the small details of how anxiety can play out to the point where like you're shopping, air quotes, but you're not really shopping. You are not present at all. You're just the shell of you is present. And so you did such a good job of illustrating the difference of what happens when your body's calm and when you have strategies that you know work, you can go back into those situations and actually be present in them.
0: Yeah. And I still write it in my book every day. I will be present and I will live in the moment is one of my affirmations I write every day because I have to remind myself. And when I do, it plays in your head over and over. You are present. You will be present. Versus when I don't do that stuff, when I don't take time to work on my mindset, then those negative thoughts go back in. And the next time I go, those negative thoughts are going to creep back in and I might run away again. But that's why mindset has really, really helped me like, well, tenfold. Yeah, it's been a g- Yeah.
1: It's very clear, too. And the examples, right? How... Not afraid of your anxiety anymore. It's like, oh, I see you move through it and then continue doing what you're doing, and that's the difference, right? Anxiety may, and it's a normal part of human emotion, but when it becomes a problem, is when it gets so overwhelming that it controls what we do instead of us moving through it. There's a big difference in how that plays out.
0: Yeah, it's crazy. Ten years with living, I guess you could say a mediocre existence. You almost always having to think so much to the point it's exhausting about before you do anything. Whereas when you look at your friends and your family and they just do. They just go and they don't question it. But for someone who can't or who's been taught who believes wholeheartedly that they can't do it, it's not a good way to live. It's not fine. I was just At my wit's end, and I happened to come across you, and I am super so thankful that I did. I believe that everything happens for a reason, and I thank you.
1: (laughs) Yeah, it's been a pleasure. I mean, that's why I do what I do. I like to turn my own experience of anxiety into a space for others to not have to go through that, or if they go through it, to realize there's a way out of it, right? There's a way to reclaim and do the things that you want to do again. You're not stuck. And you so very nicely taught, shared that you're not, right? You taught. I think a lot of women are listening to this that you don't have to stay like that.
0: I hope so, because it's real. It's, if you're willing to, you're like me and you're at your wit's end and, and you're ready to put in the work. I think that's another misconception is that it's not, here's a pill, here's a quick fix do the work. And it's like when you put work into anything, it's going to produce good things. So that's the way I've gone and went into it looking at it and that I was very determined and
1: good things happened. Awesome. Well, thank you for coming on and sharing your success stories with us. Is there any parting words of wisdom you would like to leave the listeners?
0: Well, just go into it with an open mind, put in the work. What else do you have to lose? I mean, you are already at your wit's end if you're looking into this or looking into another way to help cope, help yourself. And I know I'm all over the place, but I'm kind of at a loss for words because I feel like it's good. It's all, it's so good. Like I said, I still have my moments of weakness when it comes to staying on to what I know makes me feel good but you'll always go back because that feeling of feeling good is like outweighs everything else. So trust the process and just work hard and you'll get the results that you want.
1: It's that simple. I love it. Well, thank you so much, Jessica. And thanks everyone for listening. Thank you.
0: Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Holistic Anxiety Fix podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts so others like you can learn how to heal naturally from anxiety. Thanks again for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.